WRW Construction Limited against Dupliger Davies Developments Limited, 2020 EWHC 1965. Turning declarations into orders for payment. This is Adjudicast, a weekly mini-series on the latest developments in adjudication, brought to you by the members of 39 Essex Chambers who specialise in construction law. I'm David Sortel, I'm a barrister at 39 Essex Chambers, where I specialise in construction and property-related disputes. If an adjudicator grants a declaration, but does not make an order for payment, can the court itself make such an order? This was the consideration for Recorder Andrew Singer QC sitting as a judge of the TCC in RWRW against Dapliger. The dispute was over the valuation of a post-termination final account. The adjudication had been brought by the employer Dapliger Davies. The adjudication uh, was brought under the scheme for construction contracts. This was a JCT 2011 design and build contract, so the valuation exercise was under clause 8.7. The contractor submitted in the adjudication that it was the employer who was in fact indebted to the contractor, and this was raised by way of a defence. And in the adjudication, it was accepted by the contractor that the adjudicator did not have jurisdiction to order a payment of money from an employer to it. The adjudicator determined that it was the contractor, WRW, who was entitled to payment. The adjudicator made a declaration of the amount due as a debt to the contractor, but did not go on to make an order for payment. WRW had accepted the adjudicator had no jurisdiction to make an order for payment, and it was agreed at the hearing that the adjudicator had jurisdiction, however, to value the post-termination final account. It was also agreed that paragraph 20b of the Scheme for Construction Contracts did not give rise to a standalone right to order payment, or a basis of that agreement was not stated in the decision. There was, however, a similar agreement in the earlier case of PC Harrington Contractors Limited against Multiplex Constructions UK Limited, 2007 EWHC 2833, a decision of Mr Justice Christopher Clark, but it would be within the scope of the adjudication for a responding party to raise any claims to payment that it may have, at any rate if they were capable of adjudication within the relevant time limit, in order to defeat the claiming party's monetary claim, although if it sought itself to recover a monetary sum from a claiming party, it would have to initiate an adjudication of its own. So the issue was, in light of the valuation exercised by the adjudicator, was the claimant, the contractor, entitled to an order by the court for payment? The employer argued it would be impermissible without a valid order for payment from the adjudicator, and that, absent the same, uh, such an order for payment would involve a court making a final determination on the merits of a post-termination valuation account. It was submitted it would be necessary for the contractor to launch another adjudication. It was held by the learned recorder that the court can enforce a temporarily binding valuation 
in an adjudication award by making an order for payment of the monies due as a result of that valuation. The argument of the adjudication decision merged with the contractual remedy pursuant to adoption of merger was rejected. Res judicata would not arise in respect of different causes of action based on different facts. Since evaluation by the adjudicator was of temporarily binding effect only, any sums paid on foot of that valuation could only be paid on a similarly temporary binding basis, so as to preserve cash flow as the main purpose of construction adjudication. So in conclusion, the judge held that there was no bar on the basis of the authorities on enforcing a temporarily binding valuation in an adjudication award by making an order for payment of the monies due as a result of that valuation. Indeed, it would be contrary to principle and established authority for the court to effectively force a party who has the benefit of an award in its favour as far as the balance being due to it, thereafter to have to commence a further adjudication to which there would be no defence for the purpose of obtaining an order for payment from the adjudicator before returning to the court, if necessary, for further enforcement proceedings. So the ultimate conclusion was it was not necessary to go to a further adjudication. Thanks for listening. At 39 Essex Chambers, we cover a vast array of practice areas and sectors. You can find out more about our expertise and our barristers at 39essex.com, where you can also see our extensive catalogue of articles, podcasts and webinars.